so glad you're here for week 15 of The Family Well. I'm Ivy, and today we are in Luke chapter 23. So if you've been following along each week, you might remember that we have been in the Old Testament, the part of the Bible that happened before Jesus was born. Well, today we're going to jump ahead to Luke, which is a gospel which helps us know what Jesus's life was like here on earth. So I want to jog our memories on some things, okay? Um, this isn't a test. You're, you're not getting graded or anything, so there's no stress there. I just want to get our brains working, okay? So I'm going to ask you some Jesus questions, and I want you to answer those questions out loud wherever you are. Okay, here we go. First question, where was Jesus born? Okay, if you said in a manger in Bethlehem, ding, 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 you are right. Way to go. All right, second question. Who were Jesus's best friends? Okay, answers could vary on this. I mean, I don't know. You, you, there's a list. The first person I thought of was Peter. Peter, Peter was one of Jesus's disciples, and I just really like Peter. So that was my first, first thought. Okay, question number three. What sort of miracles did Jesus do? Okay, whoa, we could kind of go on for a while on that one, right? Lots of answers here. Jesus did a lot of really cool miracles. Okay. Fourth question. Did everyone like Jesus? Did everyone agree with Jesus? Did everybody like him? The answer to that is no. Here's the part of the story that we're going to jump into in Luke 23. Now, some people did not like Jesus. And Jesus did absolutely nothing wrong. But some people just didn't like him. They didn't like what he had to say. They didn't like the way, you know, he made them look bad. They didn't like the people that he hung out with. The list kind of goes on. You know, some people just did not like Jesus. And, and those people started saying hurtful things about Jesus. And then they started saying hurtful things directly to Jesus. And ultimately, they even made a big plan to arrest Jesus and treat him like a criminal. Yeah, they treated him like he had done something really, really terrible. And remember, y'all, he had done nothing wrong. Nothing. Jesus is perfect. Jesus is perfect. So at this point in the story, Jesus has already been arrested. He has been beaten and he is hanging now on a cross. And did you know he wasn't the only one hanging on a cross that day? There were two other men hanging on crosses because of the wrong things they had done. So I want you to picture those three crosses, one with Jesus and the other two with the criminals. And here's what happens next. This is specifically verses 35 through 38. The people stood watching 
and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, he saved others. Let him save himself if he's the Christ, the chosen one. The soldiers also came up and made fun of him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, this is the king of the Jews. Now I want to stop right there. And every single one of those verses tells us about people making fun of Jesus. I remember when I was little and I heard about this sign that hung over Jesus. This is the king of the Jews. And it was a sign to make fun of him. It wasn't a sign to help people know who he was. Every single person that's mentioned in these three verses are making fun of Jesus. And I think sometimes when we think about Jesus and his life on earth, the first things that come to mind are the really cool things he did, the kind of happy things he did, like walking on water or helping blind people see again, that kind of stuff. But we may not always think about the really challenging things Jesus did while here on earth. Jesus was made fun of, and he did absolutely nothing wrong. Jesus was treated unfairly, and he did not deserve that. That's challenging. That's hard. And I wonder if you have ever felt like you were made fun of. Has someone not treated you with kindness? Can you think right now of a time when someone said something unkind about you? Or to you? Can you think of it right now? Now, here's the thing Jesus knows exactly, exactly what that feels like. He knows exactly what it feels like. And he's with you in those moments. So, Wherever you are, whenever that happens, you can talk to Jesus about it. And it's hard to explain until you actually do this, but there's something very, very special that happens when you talk to Jesus about your pain. So I want you to try that next time. I want you to try it the next time someone's unkind to you. Take that moment. Take a deep breath in and say, Jesus, would you help me in this moment? I'm feeling so sad about that. And something very special happens when you talk to Jesus about your pain. Okay, we're going to jump back to the next couple of verses in Luke. Because as I read this, I want you to see if you can catch this really amazing part of of these couple of verses. Okay, so listen closely. I'm going to be in verse 39. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? 
We are punished for what we have done. We are getting what we deserve. But this man, Jesus, has done nothing wrong. Then that criminal said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus immediately answered answered him, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. Okay, did y'all catch that? Did you catch that? I don't want you to miss this. Did you hear that one of the criminals knew who Jesus was? And while on the cross, that criminal asked Jesus for help. He said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. He realized who Jesus was and called out to him for help. And what did Jesus say? (laughs) Yes, Jesus said yes. Today you'll be with me in paradise. Jesus is like, yep, done, check. You asked, I provided, you're going to be with me in paradise. (laughs) Whoa, this is amazing, you guys. And the same is true for us, that we also can ask Jesus to help us. We can ask Jesus to help us and he will say yes. We don't have to do anything else but call out to Jesus. Just like that criminal called out and did not a single other thing, we can do that too. So today, like right now, wherever you're listening, you can call out and say, Jesus, I know who you are. You're the Savior, and I want you to help me. And he hears you, and he responds. Y'all, it's true. It's true. It's true. Oh. Okay, it feels a little weird to end here because this isn't really the end of the story. Like, we're, I feel like I'm ending and Jesus is still on the cross. So, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Jesus does die on the cross and his dead body is put in the tomb, but it doesn't stay there. Three days later, Jesus comes back to life. Jesus comes back to life. I can't contain it. I just can't contain it. I can't leave this podcast episode with just the sad part of the story. I can't leave you there. So Jesus is alive. He does not say stay dead. He is alive. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited about that. Okay. Very last thing for you. I have a question for you to think about. How do you think the criminal knew Jesus was the savior?